0: Hello, there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the Laces Out podcast. It's our NFL podcast. Uh, we've got a guest. We do like to get a guest for the NFL. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But this week we have got a guest, and uh, I'll keep that one a secret until uh, until they announce themselves. Before we start, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Drop any reviews you want to drop, and. Uh, Hey, if you've got an NFL fan in your life, send them this podcast. They will thank you for it, I'm sure. Right, let's get started. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast. Laces out.
1: Recording in progress
0: Yes So It's uh, It's NFL football time It's that time of the week where NFL comes round once again um, Helping me steer This ship Is my co-host The man at the top The man at the front Paul Williams Is here to talk about A sport that's mostly played in a different country this week was played in two different countries um, as far as guests are concerned, we throw we cast a wide net here at the laces out podcast and every now and then we bring up gold absolute gold. I was going to do the not this week, however, this Wednesday. Week. Not this week. But no, then I was like, no, I, just, I can't. I just can't. I can't. So this week, it wasn't gold. It was in fact diamond status. Guest Matthew Moore. You know him as uh, as the Nottingham Forest supporter from the uh, the football podcast. Um, but he's he's swapped out his football jersey for a. San Francisco 49ers hoodie In mere minutes um, That's an in-joke That you'll only get if you watch the football podcast Which I encourage you to do Matthew Mar, how are you this week, sir? Uh,
2: I'm, I'm, I'm Like Like most of the uh, the NFL this year I'm just really confused by it oh, all that's, that's, I'm just confused It's a very <laughs>
0: confusing time If somebody burst through your front door right now In a mask, holding a gun And said, I will let you go If you can pick This year's Super Bowl Two teams that are going to be in this year's Super Bowl Would you be saying You're going to you're gonna have to Pull that trigger buddy Because uh, I can't <laughs> do it <laughs> Because like most people Although, I will say this, um, sometimes the NFL delivers and it brings absolute, absolute gems. And other times, the NFL gives you a... Excuse my language, a shit sandwich rolled in shit because when I heard the phrase... Oh, that's the Super Bowl right there. That's the Super Bowl right there. From a particular game... From the weekend, I went nah, I'm good thanks I'm, I'm good thanks we'll get to that shortly uh, def- definitely get to that one Paul, lead us off come on, let's get this party started absolutely, so as mentioned Mr Murray's is indeed
1: the guest this week now whilst I don't have a gut I do have a pen and a book I am going to burst through your front door, metaphorically speaking, as we don't live in the same city. Uh, But I am going to say to you, Matt, what's
2: your pick for the Super Bowl this season? Off you go. I I honestly, it's one of them ones where I genuinely don't know. It's like you sit there, I think, right, I'll go AFC because I think think I've got the AFC down and it's going to be really kind of original and really kind of thing. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Um, NFC. Ugh. Hey, here you go here's a dart for you. Do you want to just throw that at an, 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 an NFC dartboard and see what comes up? If I mean, I I don't spoil this for anything future in the thing. I if you would have had me on the podcast yesterday, yesterday, no. But if you would have had me on the podcast Monday, I would have said the Eagles but then they just lost to Washington. So then like I can't trust them. So then ah.
0: So there's something I want to cover about this and and you know when you you see something too like I don't want to jump jump in on your pick. I just don't want to forget. I saw a tiny 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 clip of of somebody else's podcast and they were trying to pick the games from last week and somebody not only picked the commanders to beat the Eagles, which I was like, well, that's interesting. They gave the reason why. And I went, I really wish I could go back and change change my pick on this one because they are so nailed on. Because they just went, the Eagles aren't going to keep winning. They're definitely going to get beaten by a not great team and definitely won from their league. And it was like, Shit. And then literally the next day it's like, ah, there it is. Sorry, carry on.
2: I'm gonna. It's gonna look like a homer pick, being as I'm wearing the shirt. I'm gonna go with the 49ers. I think the 49ers, This might be. And the problem is, and I'm not. I'm definitely not going to predict and predict them to win the, the the Super Bowl. But you look at the NFC and you think, right, where's where's the good quarterback? Because you think, right, okay, then let's look at the top teams. You go, right, okay, Eagles. Alright, Jalen Hurts. Okay, then that immediately like no thanks, Vikings. Because that that's where I was kind of scratching around there, and I was like, "There's no way I'm putting I'm just I wouldn't even put my own reputation, which is isn't let's face it, is not worth anything, on the back of Kirk Cousins."
0: Can um, we please just at this point in time just stop? <laughs> when when I heard it, it's the Super Bowl right there, I was like. I will not allow a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins in the quarterback position. I will not have this. I will not stand for it. I, it it's a no. So let's just let's just get that set in stone right now. Ugh.
2: And then and then your your traditional good quarterbacks just don't look great at the moment. Um, you know Rogers, Brady. Uh, that kind of thing, so you're, you're scratching around, so I'm, I'm going to go with the 49ers, because I, ca- I can't say, because the, the Seahawks are there, but I just, Geno Smith comes under that other kind of bracket, that bubble's going to burst sooner rather than later, it might have burst in Germany.
0: I had this exact conversation at the weekend, I was like, I've said it a couple of times this season, but the Seahawks seem to be flying under the radar, like, you don't really seem to know what's going on with the Seahawks. And then you look at their record. And I think at that point, they were like 6-3. and three, And it was like, I mean, that's not a bad record for this far through the season. Then I cast my mind back to, was it last week's stats that talked about how Geno Smith was one of the highest rated quarterbacks in the league stats-wise? And it was like, um, that's an interesting combination that I've completely missed up till this point. I thought the Seahawks were broken. I thought they were like a broken toy in the bottom of the toy box. But like, the, like the stats would disagree. But like, like you're saying there, it, it it doesn't feel like it can last. So do we need to worry? I
2: think I think the Seahawks will depend on, um, was it? Kenneth Kenneth Walker the third, I think their their success is based on his quite frankly awesome running game, um, and the fact that anybody worried about him coming out of the draft has been made to look really quite silly because because uh, he looks really good. Uh, uh, yeah, I think they've really hit on the draft, and I think the draft like the past two years of their draft has really kind of come into show. Um, but again it's rookies and second year players which would have me kind of at some point there's a chance that that might go wrong so yeah, uh, yeah. chiefs and 49ers
1: yeah don't disagree with anything you said there um I, I legit I wasn't even joking when I said it's a dark for you for the end oh, because-
2: like if I, if I would if, if at any point in the past what 11 10 11 weeks that I would have been on the pod Um my prediction would have been completely different. The Bills would have been in there. Um you know take your pick out of the NFC teams kind of thing. The the AFC's been either the Bills or the Chiefs. And not really kind of gone any further than that. Miami Miami look a bit interesting, but those two are at the top of the AFC for me. NFC crapshoot. Who who knows?
1: Absolutely. So, Chiefs Forty Niners. Um, which
2: team do you think would win that particular matchup? Oh, the Chiefs. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jimmy G's not not good. Not a good enough quarterback. He's he's already choked once in that particular matchup, is what you say? Yeah. I mean, what did they one was it the one the other week? And he'd not throw or he hasn't thrown it. He hasn't thrown a touchdown pass yet this year. So he's been outscored by Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> every, everything, every, every you, know, you you name it, donkey donkey quarterback sat sat there as probably most most quarterbacks, if not all quarterbacks, who have played this year in the NFL have thrown more quarterback uh, thrown more touchdown passes than James G because he has thrown zero. Oh dear. Um, do I even need to ask who you think
1: might be the uh, MVP of that particular game?
2: That's oh, going to be Mahomes, isn't it? Yeah. You'd have thought so.
1: Uh, so, just to clarify there, Matt has picked a Kansas City Chiefs versus San Francisco 49ers Super Bowl, with the Kansas City Chiefs to be the winner and Patrick Mahomes to win the MVP. That's his Super Bowl pick. For the regular season league
2: MVP, who's your shout for that? I feel like I'm cheating now because I eleven weeks in. But I think at this rate, it's going to be my homes. So, to put it in perspective,
1: we have so far had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You're the eighth guest. No, that's a lie. You are the eighth person to pick. A Super Bowl and regular season MVP. So, we started off the season where myself and Andy, obviously, did the first picks for the first week. Uh, we both went for the Bills in the Super Bowl. Andy picked the Books because, you know, it's Brady, gets the Super Bowl pretty much, you know, every single time he takes a breath or something like that, so... I went with what can only be described as the most ridiculous call made by anyone so far. In that I went for the Rams to get back to the dance. Oh dear God! (laughs) And that was only because I even said it on the on the podcast. I was like, "Oh my God, the NFC is terrible this year." Uh, And I feel like I've been perfectly vindicated by that. I mean, fair enough. You get the odd sort of like division that's pretty decent, like the NFC East where all the teams are above 500, somehow, which is crazy. Um, And for the regular season MVP, this is where Andy probably wants to take a little... uh...
0: So I wanted to say about this, if I could take something back at this point in time, I'd leave the book's pick on the table and I would claw, bite, scrap, choke hot anything to take back my regular season mvp pick it was it was nailed on it was i think we i think you said at the time i mean it's not like he's, he's not been there before it's a fair pick and that you know and now i'm like can i have that one back but i'll i'll pick anyone else i'll literally pick I'll, uh, how's this i'll pick Eli manning for season long mvp <laughs> rather than who I've got.
1: So, Andrew's pick in week one for the regular season MVP was Mr. 3P himself, Aaron Rodgers. So, at this particular point, for him to win the regular season MVP, they're going to need to run the board, basically. They're going to need to win every single game, and he's going to have to throw like four or five touchdowns a game. And even then, that might not guarantee him to get in the playoffs because I think they're about four four or five games behind the Vikings at this point.
0: I saw a thing on Sunday, which I, I, I'm guessing was, uh, was was fake news, uh, but there was a thing saying uh, the, the Green Bay Packers are officially out of playoff contention at this point in the season, which I can't imagine is the case, but was like, is that real? Because, you know... Stranger things have happened,
1: um, but coming back to the sort of the Super Bowl picks, I'm slightly concerned now that you, Stu and Rob picking the books might actually come to fruition because the NFC being so bad means that the books could could probably like, sneak in because they're going to win their division because that division is terrible. Yeah. So they're gonna get- they're gonna get a home game and it's just who they're playing where the sort of seedings like work out to that anyway um so Matt's regular season MVP pick was Patrick Mahomes uh, he has picked the same as Rob and myself um like we said Aaron, Aaron Rodgers picked by Andy um Stu threw in his boy Justin Herbert as his pick um Tukes went for Jalen Hurts interesting and then JFG and Mark had both come for Josh Allen to be the regular season league MVP. That's this week's season-long uh, season predictions done for. So we'll dive straight back in with last week's week 10 predictions. So Stu was our guest from last week. Uh, he did his selections, managed to pick exactly the same picks as Andy had. So he had to come up with a tiebreaker if required at the end. That tiebreaker was the total number of points in the Washington Commanders Philadelphia Eagles game. Andy had picked 36 points in total. Stuart picked 41 points in total. I can't remember what the score was. Let's not be around the bush. It didn't matter anyway. Because they both scored six out of fourteen correct selections and finished oh. joint
0: second. Oh that oh that that's awful. That's not <laughs> even half. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad, mate. I'm not gonna lie.
1: Um, I, on the other hand, got eight out of fourteen selections correct. So again, not great. Just just over halfway, nice ladies. Uh, so I do manage to take the win for the week. So that moves the guest on to two and a half points. Andy to four, and I jump back into the lead on four and a half. It's
0: all to play for. This is what I
1: like. This is what I like. It's tasty. It's getting tasty. There's been
0: a few too many seasons where I'm on like three points and Paul's got fourteen. So this feels (sighs) nice, even though (laughs) six, six points. A winning with eight. What is happening with this season? Ideal.
1: But we'll we'll leave it where it is. The side bet, however. So, going into Week ten side bet, Andy had 21 selections correct. I had 25 selections correct. So, Andy's teams for this week, he had the New York Giants to beat the Houston Texans. That's one point right there. He had the Miami Dolphins to beat the Cleveland Browns. That's two points right there. He also had the Chicago Bears to beat the Detroit Lions. That's that's a, that's a first cross of the week, I'm afraid. He also had the Philadelphia Eagles to beat the Washington Commanders. Sorry, Andrew. Crap. Two points for you in the side bet this week, moving you to 23 for the season. My four teams in the side bet were the Kansas City Chiefs to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes, please and thank you. The Tennessee Titans. To beat the Denver Broncos. Yes, please and thank you. That's two points. I also had the Las Vegas Raiders to beat the... uh, uh, They could not take care of business against the floundering Colts. And therefore lost me the point. I also had the Atlanta Falcons to beat the Carolina Panthers in the Thursday Night Football. And they very much shat the bed there. So, I also ended the week with two points... Out of four, move myself to 27. That is I, the week 10 game picks
0: done. I don't want to be patting myself on the back, tooting my own horn or, you know, the the other one that I won't say because it's family show. But, as I said, I think I said this last week, the, the side bet was something that was, was cobbled together I hold my hands up and I heard part of it from, a, from another podcast and and tweaked it to work for us. And I believe I said very early on, if it doesn't work, we'll just drop it. But this, you know, I got two, you got two, we're essentially still in the same position. A, a, a good week and a bad week could be the difference. It's still, I honestly thought we'd be at this point and you'd be like 26 and I'd be like, Six and be like, yeah, can we not do this anymore? Because 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 it's horrible week in week out. But I will also say this: obviously, I had sent you my predictions earlier today. And whilst looking through this week's games, one thought came to mind, and that was, I'm not looking forward to the side bet this week. This week's games are horrendous for picking a side. Oh tech. yes, they
1: are, my friend. Holy we'll get that a smoke. Oh,
0: smoke.
1: There is, there is a neat little bow to put on week 10 in the flavour of the stats that I believe have been very kindly selected and pulled together by the Stats Mistress unless that is not the case
0: It's uh It's 100% true, the Stats Mistress got, got amongst it and um, something that she wanted to pass on to me, for me to pass on to you I believe I've already shared it with our group uh, but to pass on the way the stats works is Nate Davis of USA Today, big shout out um, He actually does 32 stats week in, week out 32 stats for the week Stats Mistress recognises that 32 stats is an absolute monster to get through When some of the stats are so huge So she whittles them down But she did want to mention that of the 32 stats from this week 10 of those stats were about one game I'm sure we don't know which game that is Week 10 stats of the 2022 season. The first act. Sounds a little bit something like this. Super Bowl 57 preview? Question mark. The Vikes. 33-30. Overtime triumph over the bills had a little bit of everything the fact that Allen even played was no small surprise but both quarterbacks threw one touchdown pass and had a pair of picks each club was penalized seven times for 64 yards Bills wide receiver Stefan Diggs sag, snagged 12 receptions for 128 yards, while Justin Jefferson renewed his argument as the league's premier wideout, finishing with 10 grabs for 193 yards and a touchdown, and making one of the more miraculous one-handed stabs you'll ever see. Again, I'm not sure how... True this is, I saw it earlier today Apparently his gloves and his arm sleeve Are already winging their way to the Hall of Fame Museum To be uh, immortalised Second stat is the Bears Became the first team in the league's 103 season history To rush for at least 225 yards in 5 consecutive games They've won one of them Fields has run at least sixty in each inclusion, one hundred and forty-seven against Detroit. Um, I know. Uh, I know. Uh, Stu's always there to point out how the NFL can make a stat out of literally anything, like anything, anything you can imagine. They can turn it into a stat. And part of me feels that this week's uh, number two stat would, uh, would 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 demonstrate that. Number three, Fields is the first quarterback of the Super Bowl era since 1966 to rush for at least 125 yards in consecutive games. His 325 yards on the ground over a two-game span are another record for his position. Um, I gave you boys more stats, and I believe we hand over to Paul for more of the stats for the week.
1: Indeed, so. I believe I will start my set of stats with... What a Sunday for Jeff Saturday. His hiring, as the Indianapolis Colts interim head coach... Engendered in, in shock, ridicule, outrage and anger... Amongst other emotions across the country and NFL itself. But the man who simply accepted a job offer... Uh, sorry, but the man who simply accepted a job offer... Ends the week 1-0. One of Saturday's key decisions was to return benched quarterback Matt Ryan to the starting position. The former MVP responded with 220 efficient passing yards and a touchdown, plus an uncharacteristic 38 rushing yards as Indy stunned the Raiders in Las Vegas 25-20. to It's to be determined if Aaron Rodgers and Co's win over the Dallas Cowboys in overtime is what they needed to salvage their season but it certainly appears rookie wide receiver Christian Watson is finally ready to add some jet fuel to an offence that desperately needed it. Three of his four catches Sunday went, uh, went for six points, whilst covering an average of 35 yards. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes took full advantage of Buffalo's misfortune and took over the top spot in the AFC standings. Mahomes added 331 yards and four more touchdowns to his league-leading passing totals, Perhaps vaulting ahead of Josh Allen in the MVP race, as KC vanquished the Jacksonville Jaguars 27 to 17. And my final stat of the week, the NFL's first regular season foray into Germany, appeared to be a success. The attendance at Munich's Allianz Arena, the 17-year-old stadium's first ever non-soccer football, sporting event was 69,811. Seemingly, all of those fans still in their seats well after the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 21-16 to victory over the Seattle Seahawks.
0: Did anybody see the videos of that? 45 minutes after the game had ended, the stadium was still full and people were just running on the pitch. <laughs> just, Just running on the pitch. Just stewards just trying to tackle people left, right and centre.
1: I don't know if it's covered in mat stats which we will get to in a short while but i did see that apparently the nfl's now had to agree to completely relay the pitch because it's deemed unplayable
0: i did see um a nfl player who will remain nameless not because of uh, uh, keeping them their name secret i can't remember who it was but uh, they did Take to Twitter to talk about how they flew all that way to play on a terrible field. So, I, I think it's a little of column A and a little of column B. It's one of those. If you can get something out of what is a massive corporation, then why not? Uh, but anyway, over to Matt. I
2: think carrying on with the same game. Uh, the books. The books. Tom Brady, twenty eight, uh, two hundred and fifty eight yards passing two touchdowns and an interception, became the first NFL quarterback to notch, notch wins in four countries. United States, United Kingdom, Mexico and Germany. <clears throat> it's others coming as a member of the New England Patriots. And also I saw a little stat. He's now 2-0 since he got divorced. Uh, <laughs> Alright. Uh, the Steelers' 28-10 mauling of the New Orleans, New Orleans Saints means... Long-time coach Mike Tol- uh, Tomlin has vi- now has victories against every NFL team, except Pittsburgh, of course. Facing the Houston Texans, wor- league worst run defense, probably little probably little surprise. The New York Giants fed running back Saquon Barkley a career high 35 times for 152 yards and a touchdown as they improved to seven and two, which is
0: Absolute, shocking. absolute insanity.
2: <laughs> That's the most shocking part of that stat. <laughs> the yeah. Giants are seven and two. What the hell? <clears throat> uh, since trading running back Christian McCaffrey to the uh, since since trading uh, running back Christian McCaffrey, the uh, the Carolina Panthers are averaging sixty nine. Nice, uh, more rushing yards and nearly twice as many touchdowns on the ground per game, and took the win. In th- uh, it took the win on Thursday. In Thursday night's 25 15 win over uh, the Atlanta Falcons. On, uh, on their last meaningful drive of the game, the Falcons lost 15 yards on four plays. Quarterback Marcus Mariota sacked twice.
0: I. I. I, I don't. Uh... I don't like stats like that. I feel like that, that people take the opportunity to be like, oh, Christian McCaffrey was the best player on that team, but since he's left, the team's been better without It's like that's that's not the, the, the it's not the bigger picture, that's for sure, because the Panthers were dog duty. Um that puts a lovely bow on week two. 10 to find out about week 11, we will have to compose ourselves with a small break. We will return shortly and we'll talk week 11 NFL football. Go, don't go changing, people. Be right back.
1: Recording in progress. Oh, yes, indeed. So. Week 10, done and dusted. Just leaves us on to week 11. So, myself and Andy already have our hot predictions in the book. So we're going to come to Matt live on the podcast for his selections for the 14 games this week. And we start with what on paper could be a tasty little fixture with the Tennessee Titans travelling to the Green Bay Packers. What do you reckon on that one, Matt? I've gone Tennessee Titans. So, Matt and myself agree on that one, that we think the Titans will get the win, whereas Andy thinks the Packers obviously hit a bit of a run of form, and it's either that or he's thinking, well, if Aaron Rodgers is going to be the MVP,
0: It's, it's, it's it's, it's not the MVP thing, it's... It, it, it's almost just complete disbelief that they keep losing. It it, it can't. Mark, mark Mark this in your calendars. It can't carry on, surely. So, I'm just working on the principle that at some point they're going to have to break this losing streak. Obviously, you know, a win last week, it was a win in overtime. They couldn't get it done in regulation. So, maybe, like, like the stats were saying, maybe they're bringing it back a little bit this week.
1: We will see, ladies and gentlemen. We move on to the second game of the week, which sees the Chicago Bears taking on the Atlanta Falcons.
2: Do you reckon? (laughs) I don't know with this one. What a couple of terrible teams. (laughs) I fully expect to see none of this on Red Zone at all. (laughs) Um, Oh, God. I'm oh, just being contrary to say the bears. I'm gonna go with the bears. So They're both as bad as each other. I just I genuinely yeah. This was one of the first games of the week where I
1: seriously considered oh, can I just put a tie? <laughs> I mean, <yes. laughs> there's like there must be like three or four games where it's like, oh my good god! Some of them this week are awful, uh, but. Andy and Matt are both in agreement here. They think the Bears will get this one done. Like everyone said, two terrible teams. I reckon the Falcons being at home might just swing it in their favour. Obviously, Justin Fields is going to run the ball. That's basically been his MO for the last five or six weeks. Um, Next up, we have the Carolina Panthers taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Um, Ravens. Yeah, that's a clean sweep on that one. We've all gone for that, and I dare say we might have a similar situation in the next game, which is the Cleveland Browns at the Buffalo Bills. Um, The Bills. (laughs) I don't know if this is—is that the last? This may be the last week that Deshaun Watson is not eligible. I think so. I think the week after this is potentially the Browns' bye. Oh no, because it's Thanksgiving next week. Ignore that. Um. Next up, we have the Washington Commanders at the Houston Texans. Oh, God. The Commanders. Surprising enough, that's another clean sweep there. Thought we might have got one of us uh, giving a little bit of uh, sauce to the Texans, but no, the Commanders get the sweep. Uh, next up, we have the no longer undefeated Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Indianapolis Colts. I'm going to back the Eagles to bounce back. Yeah, that's another one where we've all agreed on that one. Uh, the... Ooh, tasty game. The New York
2: Jets at the New England Patriots. And if, if someone said to you, one of their records is 6-3 and three, and one of their records is 5-4, and four, you'd definitely get this wrong. But I'm going with the Pats.
1: Surprisingly enough, it's another one where we've gone for a clean tweet. We've all gone for the Pats to get the win there. I think it's just one of those games, isn't it? There's just some teams that just own other teams, and the yeah. Pats have just got the Jets' number. Um, next up, a game that once again probably will 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 feature very little on Red on Sunday, where the uh, Los Angeles Rams travel to New Orleans to take on the Saints. The Rams, but <laughs> dear God, that's <laughs> just. So I've you you agree with Andy in the Rams? I've gone with the Saints because the Rams have just lost Cooper Cup. Ah, oh, yeah, and he is basically that entire team's offense.
0: The Saints annoy the hell out of me at the moment for one reason and one reason only. But the but Saints is, are doing my tree in
1: But this is going to be the week where Jameis is going to get his job back. And he might turn around their fortunes. I don't know. They might get Taysom Hill
0: involved in the game a little bit more. Don't even get me started on Taysom Hill. <laughs> Great fantasy player. Yeah. How many points did he get last week? All oh, the he week bagled, He bageled
1: out hard, man. Don't worry about that. Next up, we have the Detroit Lions at the New York Giants. Got Giants for that one. Yeah. Obviously, the Lions somewhat turned it around the last couple of weeks with a couple of wins but the giants are a bit of a different prospect prospect, to be honest with you oh dear god another one of the games where i was tempted to just go can i just put this one down as a tie please the las vegas raiders at the denver broncos (coughs) oh good god (coughs) broncos another one that you're in agreement with and beyond you've both gone for the broncos Surely the Raiders can't lose another one. I mean, they, really they can. I've, I've gone for the Raiders in this one. They, won, they, beat, they beat the Broncos earlier in the season. <coughs> I, I think they'll bounce back on this one. <clears throat> Next up, another good game on paper. We have the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Minnesota Vikings. I'm going to go Cowboys with this one. So myself and Mr Moore are in agreement on this one I think the Cowboys were very unlucky against the Packers on Sunday probably, well arguably should have won that game um, and I, I just don't think
2: they're going to lose too many games in a row
1: so that's why I've gone for the Cowboys that,
2: to bounce back That, that defence loves to make picks and guess what Kirk loves <laughs> to throw he oh, loves oh, oh, to oh, throw old, old boy
0: you get could a be. Pick. Uh, we could you be get seeing a, a,
1: uh, a couple pick. of uh, couple of delicious pick sixes coming Trayvon like Diggs. A Parsons way, yes. <laughs> coming, uh, uh, Trayvon Diggs's way. But we'll see. Uh, next up, we have the Cincinnati Bengals at the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going to go Steelers. It's it's not a terrible pick again. I think if you look at the head-to-head over the years, the Steelers have probably got uh, the Steelers have probably had the Bengals number. Obviously, the Bengals got to the Super Bowl last season, but that doesn't really count for anything. Myself and Andy have picked the Bengals, but that just could be because they're coming off the bye, rested. Jamar Chase had that monster week the week before, but we'll see. So we move to the Sunday night game, where we have the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Sa- not the San Diego, the Los Angeles Chargers. Sorry. Uh, Chiefs. Clean sweep. Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. And finally, I probably don't need to ask this one, but your San Francisco 49ers travelling to the desert to take on the Arizona Cardinals.
2: Yeah,
1: 49ers. Yeah. I don't know if uh, Kyler's absence was just a one-week thing or if he's scheduled to miss this week as well.
2: I don't know, but I don't think it really matters at this point.
1: No, not particularly.
2: There we have it. That is Matt's picks for this week.
1: So that just leaves us with the small matter of the side bet. Now, obviously, we both scored two last week, myself and Andrew. So I will again offer Andrew the chance to go first or make me select first and he can pick second.
0: As I've already expressed, um, this is the week that I am. I, I, I'm not. I'm not happy to be doing it this week. The games are, but I will. I will take the first pick. As there are not many games that are standout ones for a, a clear winner, but there is. Uh, there is one right here in front of me. I will. I will take the Buffalo Bills to beat the Cleveland Browns, please. That's pretty much as safe
1: as you're going to get there. Um, I will shoot right back over the top of you by taking the Baltimore Ravens at home to the Carolina Panthers and the Eagles at the Colts. Yeah, yes, wine. You're next two.
0: I would like the Kansas City Chiefs to take on the Los Angeles Chargers and win. Seeing as he's in the room, we'll give him a point. The San Francisco 49ers to beat the Arizona Cardinals. That was going to be my next one, you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> um...
1: In that case, I will go for the New York Giants to beat the Detroit Lions, and I'll have a little t- i have a little tickle of the Washington Commanders to beat the Texans.
0: So you took one of my potential next picks there, and I was afraid that you were gonna take my other one, and you. So I will pick up The last Which is for me The Cincinnati Bengals To beat the Pittsburgh Steelers
1: There you have it ladies and gentlemen The side bet for week 11 sees Andy pick up The Buffalo Bills at home To the Cleveland Browns Kansas City Chiefs away at the Los Angeles Chargers San Francisco 49ers Away at the Arizona Cardinals And the Cincinnati Bengals away at the Pittsburgh Steelers as I have taken the Ravens at home to the Panthers, the Eagles away at the Indianapolis Colts, the Giants at home to the Detroit Lions, and the Washington Commanders away at the Houston Texans. That is your Laces Out Week 11 podcast done and dusted. Gentlemen, do you have anything further to bring to the table? No. (laughs) No.
0: No, that nothing case. from me. Just a big thank you to uh, Mr. Moore for stepping in to the guest seat. Weirdly, uh, with my opening gambit to you, so I didn't even realize that you hadn't made a season-long pick. So when I was threatening, you know, home invasion, I was like, ah, oh, it, it, it didn't make a season-long pick. That sounded worse <laughs> than I meant it. So apologies on that one. Um, but yes, another season-long pick in the book. Um believe our guests will start to be repeat offenders um going forward so that might mm, i won't say it because you never know what happens week in week out um and also thank you to my co-host that helps me steer this ship miss williams we couldn't do it without you so let's never find out if that's an option um Big thank you to both of you for joining me. Big thank you to these lovely people for listening and all watching. The YouTube is available, so check it out. Um, Join us again next week. Week 12. Week 11 review. Week 12 preview. And you know what that means. The season's nearly over, folks. Mm. <laughs> Delicious, I saved it right to the end. That's it, we'll catch you next time. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next week. Tatty buys. So there you go, what do you think it's that? Another one done? Another week of the season gone? Hey, let's face it, the season's almost over at this point. Big thank you to Matt for joining us and being our guest this week. Big thank you for the season-long predictions and the picks and stuff. Thank you to Paul... Uh, for joining me and being the host and a uh, big thank you to you if you made it this that far, big thanks if you are not a subscriber at this point in time please do consider becoming a subscriber because that's how you find out about new episodes, you can also check out our website, it's thecookiecast.com there's some social media links and an email button there and uh, just generally share the podcast around like, share, subscribe, comment all of that good stuff that's it for this one Till next time I'm gonna say bye and I'll see you then. Thank you for listening to this episode of Quickie Cast.